0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM 980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson.
1: (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Welcome to the Inch by Inch home comfort show. I have uh, myself as Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson, (laughs) along for a great hour this morning. Um, We all work, are part of Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company and a four-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award. And we'd like everybody to vote for us so we could be four-time winner of the London Free Press, Best of London, and London Community News Reader's Choice Award. And they're both now open for voting. Uh, The Best of London is at www.lfpress.com slash bestoflondon or backslash. And then the London Community News Reader's Choice Award is uh, readerschoice.londoncommunitynews.com. So if you wouldn't mind, and... You know, put the godfather of plumbing down or Steve or me for, you know, maybe the uh, radio personality. <laughs> that would be a nice surprise if oh we my. happened to win that one. But. <laughs> and we want to throw a shout out to Jen, who always is on the other side making sure we do everything right. She helped <laughs> us last week when we had a mic problem. And Megan, for giving me heck for not being at the Stratford uh, Junior, Canadian Junior Curling Championship up in Stratford. But yeah, you little know. did she know, I drove back from there to do the show today. Yes, because
2: that's that's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll tell you, it is
1: absolutely beautiful the way it's set up up there. So if you want to see the next Olympians, the next world champs in the probably next five or six years, get up to Stratford, take a look, and uh, it, it is really going to be something. First game, I think, is at 1.30 today. Opening ceremonies around five tonight.
2: So they're just selling single tickets. You can buy per per game. You can buy a day, or per game,
1: or you can buy the whole week. And uh, if you're there from London, hey, say hello to me. I'll be in one uh, of oh, my cream colored jacket. <laughs> So I look like a billboard, you you'll see me. And you're
2: saying they had both sides of the arena set up for the uh, for the curling so two two curling rinks.
1: Yep, two pads, five sheets each, so there'll be 10 sheets of curling going on and you can walk back and forth between the two and it would be
2: be really special. That's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. So so hopefully you can get up there. But if you got any questions for us today, our phone lines are open so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222. Or one 866 354 where you can always send us an email, uh, whether we're on the air or not on the air, at inch, by inch at serviceexpert.com. How'd uh, the nights go last night?
3: Well, they ended up on the, the wrong end of a 4-2 score, but it was a good game. Um, London scored first, and then uh, Peterborough came back with two. And then London tied it up later on, and Peterborough scored one in the third and an empty netter. So, uh, you know, they played three games, I think, in four days or something like that and play again tomorrow. So hopefully they'll regroup after last night and get back on the winning track tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we can't always expect a win every time. No,
3: and I think sometimes when you have a team that's been winning, I think sometimes the fans expect it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so... Kind of like when you guys curl, isn't
3: it? It's kind of like that.
2: <laughs> no, we always win. Oh, there, well, there
1: is never a chance. That's not what I've heard as of late. I, I heard I there's am a little bit of picked a, up that uh, on that Steve. Yeah, a little it's, bit of a
2: speed bump or something <laughs> going on in the curling ice in St. Thomas. Yeah, well,
1: I think we are going to go right to the uh, phones here, and we have uh, Marv that has called in. Marv, uh, go ahead with your question.
4: Yeah. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Yep. Uh, I have a plumbing uh, question, and it's regarding the uh, weeping tile on the perimeter of your house. Okay. Now, we've lived in this house for 40 years. Yes. And the house was built in approximately
3: 1970.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe about 20 years ago, one of my window wells filled up uh, on my driveway side. Yeah. I dug it out. Uh, I don't really remember how far down I went. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: I'm pretty sure I didn't go down to the weeping uh, tile, but I dug it out and I put a piece of uh, three inch ABS. Okay. And I drilled holes in the side of it. Yes. And I backfilled it with gravel. Okay. So it's been good for like, we'll say, approximately 20 years. Mm -hmm. Now it started again where the window well. Uh, if we get a lot of rain, the window well will fill up, and if I don't uh, keep an eye on it, I put a sump pump in it or something, right. it'll start coming in the window. Yeah. yeah. So now across the street from me, I noticed uh, the our, my neighbor was having a problem with one of her window wells, and there was a gentleman over there working on it, and I went over and I explained to him what happened to our place, and he said... I shouldn't have drilled holes in the pipe. I should have just put it in and put a piece of screen on the top. Okay. So what do you think uh, I could do maybe to rectify this problem?
3: <clears throat> well, I, I have to agree with him because uh, what's happened is the holes <laughs> in the side of it have probably the silt and sand and stuff is probably built up around those holes. Right. And it's probably plugging them off. And by drilling the holes in it, all you did instead of letting it go down to the weeping tile and flow around and into the sump pump or into the storm drain the way it should, a lot of it was probably coming out of those holes and it eventually filled up those holes. Yeah,
4: like my other window wells, I have no problem. Yeah. Uh, It's just this one. And uh, like I can't remember, I know for sure I didn't dig down to the weeping tile. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, in order to do that, you'd pretty well have to make quite a large hole uh, on the surface to get down that far. You'd
3: probably be down roughly eight feet, I'm guessing. Oh, my goodness. I ain't going to dig that far down. Well, normally, you know, it's going to be at the base of your footing. Right on. So that's where you'd have to get to. But I don't know if you if you flush that out. If you put a hose down there and flush it out with that with a hose, you might be able to get some of those holes clear.
4: Well, maybe you, what I'll just do is in the spring I'll dig it back out again.
3: That's that's your best bet. And then
4: uh, then I'll um, put a piece of pipe down there that's not
3: yeah. perforated. Right. right. If you can get a solid pipe down there, then you can take that water from the weeping uh, or the uh, window well right down to that weeping tile around the house.
4: Yeah, and maybe what I could do is invite some friends over for a barbecue.
3: You could. Um, <laughs> I, think, a, I think Dan's <laughs> available if you want him <laughs> to come out. State well, that, dinners on the barbecue are usually nice. You can usually get a few people over for that.
4: Yeah, but he'd probably want to make a, bring a piece of machinery in and tear up my whole driveway. <laughs> well, I really enjoy your okay. show.
2: Thank you, thank
5: you.
4: And uh, when we're at our cottage, uh, we have a cottage up on Lake Huron, mm-hmm. and we're fortunate. On the weekend there, we can also get your, uh, we can pick up a London radio station from there, and we really enjoy your program. Thank well, you thanks. very much,
2: Mark. Thank you. We yeah, you guys have a great you.
4: day.
1: You too. Thank you. you too. Bye now. Bye. So, Dan, you got you got one weekend booked already for the <laughs> yeah. summer. So there you go. Uh, we should have mentioned also that. Uh, one lucky caller day will win a free duck cleaning. So, you know, don't wait. Give us a call. We're going to head to a break here, but the phone numbers are 519 643 2222 or 1 354 8255.
0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222, or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson.
1: Well, (laughs) welcome back. We did have a, I wouldn't say it's a unique situation this week but we had a situation that was uh, something that if you don't have regular maintenance done it this was an example of what can happen so this was on a boiler system that hadn't been maintained I would guess for for 10 years and our technician went out because they had no heat and when he got there he found it completely gummed up completely sooted up and it was going to take four to five hours for them or for us to clean it out. So a maintenance of like a hundred and ninety dollars now was going to cost close to seven or eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And you know why would the boiler number one gum up and and soot up,
3: and then why why does it really need to have maintenance done every year? Well, actually, a boiler is, is maybe more important that you do maintenance on it than actually a forced air furnace. Um, the chance of a CO being caused by a boiler is is much, um, much stronger than a, than a forced air furnace because it'll end up plugging up when it the heat exchanger plugs up on a boiler. A forced air furnace, it'll get a crack in it and you'll get CO. But when the heat exchanger plugs up on a boiler, that CO, that flame will roll out, create a a CO. If you better have a CO detector in your home, if you have a boiler. And then it will probably burn the wiring, um, burn the controls. There are safeties on that will prevent some of those things. But uh, also when you do a CO reading on that boiler, which you have to do every year, By law, you're supposed to do it every year. Um, When you do that, you have to get it down below 100 parts per million. So sometimes you may end up cleaning that two or three times before you can get it down below that 100 parts per million because you cannot leave it turned on. And like you said, that's got to be checked every year if you have a natural draft. That's right, natural draft. Um, The the vented boilers, the sealed combustion units, like um, I'll just use an example as a triangle tube or a Wheel McLean Ultra or something like that, the chances of them having something like that happen are very slim. Right. And then you have your mids that uh, are also fan force drafts, so the chances of that happening on them are very slim. But but regardless, all those boilers still require a maintenance they all require maintenance and what's going to happen is your is your um natural draft boilers are the ones that are really causing concern. any certified gas tech when they go into a home to do any other um job they are supposed to, if you have a natural
2: draft boiler they are required by law to do a CO check on that boiler. So a natural draft boiler for is is it's going into your existing masonry chimney usually it and is. it's got a vent cap on it before it goes into that. That's so right. that's where the products of combustion can roll back as well. well. they'll
3: come right back through the burner.
2: Okay. Right they'll roll right out the front end of the
3: boiler. Then it'll roll back up burn the wiring so But there're no
2: no spill switches on those boilers. Not all of them, no. No. Now,
3: now they do are. yeah. And they have had spill switches on on them for quite a while. Usually you'll see the spill switches on the uh, mid efficiency ones. Right. Which that, are being phased out. Right. And that so, just allows the boiler to shut off if if it, there's a exactly, problem. Exactly, it will shut down and you cannot restart that without replacing that spill switch. Right.
1: Right. And when they're plugged that bad, like you mentioned, we could do a maintenance on it, take four or five hours. Then do the task, find out it's still not good enough. That's we right. got to spend more time cleaning exactly. And, exactly. and
3: where if we had that done yearly, we would. You be... wouldn't have to worry about that right. because you do that cleaning and maintenance and you do that check every year. And uh, your boiler will last longer and you don't have that worry to uh, hang over your head the next year. Yeah.
1: So, again, if you haven't booked your maintenance on your boiler or your furnace, you know, get it booked. Yes. Um, right now, there there is no backup. I mean, if you booked it today, we'd probably be there today or Monday. It's yeah. wide open, and and you know when we're talking about maintenance, an example is air conditioning. Well, why are you talking about air conditioning when it's minus twelve out? <laughs> well, there's only six more weeks of winter. That's why. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we are already booked for March, April, and half of May already. So if you haven't, you know, pre-scheduled that. Uh, appointment for your air conditioner, get that phone call in, get that booked. So you don't have to worry about that.
2: Yeah. Actually, no, you could just go and have a plus plan like I do, and it's already scheduled and you schedule it every year and I don't have to worry about it. Did
1: you add your water heater to that?
2: Yes, yes Peter, I added my water <laughs> heater to my plus plan maintenance schedule. Yes.
1: May, may, maybe you could explain to the listeners what happened on your water heater.
2: Well, Sure. Uh, It's all called maintenance or lack of maintenance, and um, I thought I was on a maintenance plan for my water heater, but I wasn't, and time moves along as it does. As it does. And I started having some um, irregularity with my water heater, and um, when the technician came over and he took it apart, he said, uh, Steve, when's the last time you had a maintenance on that? I said, I don't know, you guys were here last year, right? He said, "Uh, no, like it's been three, and I went... And the stuff that was coming out of my water heater? Yeah, no wonder it wasn't working. <laughs> now yours is a tankless. I run a tankless. Yep. Yes. That we
1: recommend a one-hour vinegar flush through it every year. Yeah. To keep that heat exchanger clean yeah. and that's and right.
2: So that it can transfer the heat quickly. So now I make sure that, or they just the office does my my furnace and my air conditioner and my water heater are serviced on an annual basis. So we take that worry. Away from you, and we
1: put it on a, on, our, on Roy Inch and son so that we call you or pre-schedule. It. And I think both you and Dan are on the well, plus plan. Clearly,
2: yeah. because I can't schedule it properly, right? <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i in the business. So, yes, your people, our people, look after that well, for me so that I don't have to. Well, it's our...
1: like the shoe repairman. The sh- you know, <laughs> his shoes are the worst. You know, sometimes we think, well, we'll just do that when we get home, but we never have time. We might as well get it scheduled. That is
2: why my thermostat tells me when it's time to change the filter as well. (laughs) Just because I, you know, I just, it's not important to me to remember. And I'm sure I'm like, I am. I know I'm like many people out there. So they put things in place these days, reminders. So my thermostat sends me an email to say, hey, Steve, filter time. Now, if you don't have a thermostat like that,
1: we have that set up on our website. That you can go and get a filter reminder, which we'll send you an email to remind you, and you can set it up for monthly, every six months, a year, whatever you want. Yep. And we will send you an email to remind you, and we'll, you can even call in, place your order for your filter, give us your credit card number, and we'll deliver the filter to your home so you don't have to take any time out of your day.
2: Gina, there's a subtle reminder, right? Your Is filter it? shows up at your at your doorstep. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if I should put this in or not or just let it go.
3: Well, that reminds <laughs> me. I better go home and check my filter. Yeah.
2: Dan. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I was about to say, Steve, let our people look after your people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, no, I better check my own filter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, we
1: did maybe one thing. We've we've got a lot of calls this week that have come in concerning our special that we're running on our furnaces. Maybe you want, if Steve, you can explain a little
2: bit about our hottest promotion of the year, our hottest deal of the year. Actually, it's a it's a great promotion. So, um, you if you buy a qualifying air conditioner, so you need to buy an air conditioner, and if you buy that air conditioner, we're uh, putting in a premium furnace for eleven eighty eight. So it's it really is um it works out that it's 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 a substantial amount off of regular pricing, so uh, it's got a lot of traction it's we're very popular these days, so we're we're certainly running a lot of calls, looking at people's existing equipment and replacing some and if anybody'd like to take a look at that um, product, it's gonna be at the home show. The London Lifestyles Home Show which is next weekend, yes, and uh you have to come because we always do a bit of a splash and uh this year is no different. This year we will certainly be the talk of the home show as we always are.
1: Yeah, and it it's already as I've been on my phone at the curling event and people have been asking me if I'm talking code because I've been saying all you know, we'll go pick up the pink flamingos and we'll go do the what are you talking about? So you got to come and see the booth. There will be quite something. Say hello to Steve. He'll be there. I'll still be at the curling event in Stratford, Megan. I'll still be at the curling event in Stratford, so I won't
2: be at the home show. Yeah, but you are coming next week to do the radio show, right? Yes,
1: I'll be in... Uh, I'll come in to do the radio show, because Megan will be all over me if I'm not here to do yes. the radio show. Yeah, that's right. But Sometimes uh,
3: you can't win, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah you, you work hard at this, you know, you volunteer, and, uh, you know, you get in trouble for this.
2: Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: So anyways, we're going to Head into a break here, but the phone lines are open. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And one lucky caller today will win a free duck cleaning.
0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson.
1: Welcome back. If you were tuning in to listen to the MedPoint Half Hour of Health, Keep listening. It's going to be on right after us. So we'll be on at 10 to 1030 uh, and uh, with great tips that they have to help you with all your health concerns. We had one concern from a uh, consumer that had uh, phoned in the other day and said, is it possible that the exhaust from my neighbors could be allowing CO to come in through my window? So we asked a few questions and one was, you know, how close And it was just basically a driveway apart, which it was a newer subdivision. And then we said, was the window open or closed? And she said it was open about an an inch because they were uh, cooking. And then uh, we said, well, is that possible?
2: Well, anything, I guess anything is possible. Um, I would, but certainly if she had a carbon dioxide detector going off in her house, I would be looking more at, at my own home, as opposed to what's going on with the neighbors, but anything's a possibility. You you have to rule out all those cases. Like, was there a car in the yeah. driveway? Yeah. yeah was the furnace was the was if the wind was in the right conditions, blowing it in the right direction? Anything's a possibility. But was she cooking on a gas stove? If she's cooking on a gas stove, she needs a, uh, an exhaust hood, not a window open. There's lots of lots of possibilities that you need to explore in that. Yeah, and I mean.
1: You know, we're always concerned when a CO detector goes off. If they think it is the exhaust coming in, the best way to do would be if it is a plug-in CO detector, take it outside, allow it to get fresh air, shut the window, that window, or open up all windows, air the house out, then close it all up, bring the CO detector back in, plug it in. If it goes off, it's nothing to do with the neighbor. That's right. Yeah. It is now something in that home that is creating that problem.
2: And how old is that carbon monoxide detector? Yeah. Is, it, is it still valid or is it expired? Because they don't last forever. You have to make sure that there's a lot of possibilities.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: And we should do a shout out to Kurt at CLC
1: Tree Service. Who's he's a member of the London Executive Association and he pulled my name in a draw and I want a CO detector. This Is week. that right? Yeah, imagine <laughs> oh. that. Eh? And, I, and uh, you know, of course Kurt's involved in cutting trees and your buddy Carl at Parkway Gardens, your Christmas tree yeah. Yeah, you my know. Christmas
2: tree guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we should shout out to him as well because he'll be listening. So I don't think they're selling any more Christmas trees. Well they might have them on
3: sale. They could <laughs> they, they may. Could, yeah,
2: you never know. They may be in planters right now. They could be, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the uh the live ones. That's yes. right. The
3: potted ones are getting bigger and bigger every year.
2: Yeah, but we won't we don't plan on going back there till the spring when it when it comes time to you know do some outdoor landscaping work. So
1: now is your old Christmas tree in the backyard?
2: No, mine is. I I put mine at one of the at the uh, depot at Springbank Park. Yeah, so, that's nice. yeah, I see a few blowing down the side roads. As <laughs> not I was driving not about. mine, no. And I actually got it out of the house before it decided to leave a whole bunch of needles yeah, around as well. well. Mine left lots of needles. Well, <laughs> now this
1: isn't our Christmas show. If you happen to be listening this morning, but <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we um one question that also came in this week, Dan, and I'm going to throw it at this one at you. We had a customer pretty upset because they wanted us to pre-order a blower motor for a furnace before we came out. Okay. Uh, Without us checking it, without us looking at it, just ordering a blower motor and bring it out. Um, We tried to let them know, number one, we have universal ones on our trucks that if it is gone that, you know, we could probably. But they wanted the manufactured one ordered. Yes. Why wouldn't we do that?
3: Well, number one, I wouldn't want to order in a a motor special for someone. You get to the job, you do your diagnosis on it, and you find out that it isn't the motor. Maybe it's something cheaper than that. Now, the person that wanted you to order that motor is going to have to pay for that motor that we've ordered in special. And I don't think most people would want to pay for that motor if we find out that we don't need it um how do they know that that's what they needed did someone else diagnose it did they try and diagnose it themselves um i would feel much more confident if we went out diagnosed the problem ordered in the proper motor or used one of our universal motors that wouldn't affect their warranty or anything on their furnace and that person wouldn't have to pay for that motor if they didn't need it right and so, that you know and that's what we said was we
1: order in this motor, and it's not it. You now own a motor. That's right, because it's not something we can return. Right. Electrical parts can't be returned yeah. once you order them. Um, but he was uh, quite upset that we wouldn't go ahead and do that.
3: Well, I, you know, I I can understand his point to a certain to a certain point about uh, he wanted us to order it, but I know that if it wasn't the right part, no one would want to pay for that part, and. If we didn't use it, um, it's, it's not going to be any good to anyone at that point. No. So our phone, or
1: our phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 We did have a, a caller that sent in a text. It was from Bob, and he says, can you tell me what I should check before calling you in to do service on my system? So I think he was talking about if I you know, had no heat, what should I look at or try myself before we give you a call?
2: That's a great question because uh, we we try to field those uh, when we're really busy if on a cold snap. But the first and the, the common ones are the vent would be plugged outside. So if they have high efficiency and there's two pipes that come out the side of the house, Sometimes the snow will blow up against those, and if uh, the pressure switch won't make, that furnace won't start. And maybe you've got an over, maybe maybe you've got a great neighbor who who takes care of your driveway or doesn't and blows snow and plugs those up as well. So fills your vent, <laughs> yeah. And if those vents aren't open, your furnace isn't going to start. Sometimes it's something as simple as the battery in your thermostat is done, and so you walk by a thermostat and. It it just there's no screen your right. your furnace isn't going to start right so there's there's some simple ones um, that you know those those two are the most common
1: and maybe even a plug filter Dan
3: <laughs> could be a plug filter <laughs> you know you might might want to check that yeah. filter
1: when you get home there to make sure that it's clean but well, if,
3: is your breaker do you actually have power to your unit and sometimes a breaker might trip for whatever reason a surge or something you may have to just check that also
2: yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of skated that filter. He question. did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, your, your filter, your, if your filter's plugged, it 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 has the potential to cause a great amount of damage to your furnace. So, yeah. does your heat exchanger will overheat? Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. if you know, if none of those things fix it, you know, go to royinch. dot com, uh, go to the coupon section, print off a coupon. If it, you know, we have it there for duct cleaning, a tune up, a service call on plumbing. And make sure you mention AM nine eighty, inch by inch, ultimate own comfort show and they'll double wow. the coupon. So instead of getting like twenty five dollars off a plumbing service call, it would be fifty. Yes. Instead of fifteen dollar on a tune up, it'll be thirty. So make sure you mention that. And uh they you know, you can definitely get that extra discount while we're out there getting you heated and getting you looked right after.
2: Does that work for me too?
1: No. Oh no. <laughs> no, we charge you double. <laughs> well, somebody's so, gotta pay for the let our people yes. look after your people. <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um the how long should a new system last once it's installed?
2: Well, it's a good question as well. That really that that depends on you. Um the reason I say that is a well maintained system is going to last longer than one that you just shove in there and forget about. So it's it's a direct correlation. If you if you have us come out every year and do a proper maintenance on your equipment, you know you should be getting you should be getting fifteen to twenty years out of your equipment with regular maintenance. With regular maintenance, mm-hmm. you're not willing to have us come out and do that every year. It, you may you cut it in half. Yeah, I've we've seen them as low, you know, five to eight years. Yes,
1: you know, on people that haven't had maintenance done and dirty filters, Dan, dirty <laughs> filters, and it's allowed it to overheat and you know allowed the heat exchanger to crack and that so so like you say Steve the length of time that it will run is all depends on how well you maintain
2: it yeah, yeah. you would not ever consider driving your car and not changing the oil yeah that's so, the perfect uh, that's so why would you do that comparison. to your why would you do that to your yeah. furnace and your air conditioner because a lot of people don't give the air conditioner the same credit that a furnace does but you know, it it actually has it can have a tougher life than your furnace just by virtue of where it sits because it sits outside in the elements in the winter all all year round. So it certainly needs the same uh, tender loving care that your furnace does. So yes. you need to look after it just as well as you need to look after your furnace.
1: Yeah. So we're going to take a, another quick break here, but remember again, the phone lines are open. One winner will win a lucky uh, free duck cleaning, and the phone numbers are five one nine six four three. 2222 or one 354
0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM 980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 now. Once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson.
1: Welcome back. We're glad you can join us. And he it really gets a lot of enjoyment over yeah, that. I <laughs> love that. Godfather of plumbing makes me smile every time. But uh, if you were thinking you were going to hear about uh, from the MedPoint half-hour health, don't uh, w- don't be worried. Another fifteen minutes or so, they will be on between uh, ten and ten thirty. So keep uh, keep tuned in, and they can look after you. We're going to head right back to the phone line here, and we have Neil on the on the line. Neil, go ahead. Hello.
5: How are you doing? Good. Hi. Good. Um, just had a question about uh, high-efficiency toilets.
3: Okay.
5: Um, I've heard some people say they're kind of, uh, sometimes they're worth the extra money, sometimes they're not, because um, I guess when they're uh, flushed, um, they don't necessarily use as much water, so sometimes you have to end up flushing them twice, which would kind of defeat the purpose of hmm. having a high-efficiency toilet. Yeah, that's so right. If, yeah. I that's was just right. wondering if, like, kind of what your opinion is on it. Obviously, everyone's kind of conscious of water usage, but... You know what I mean? If it's not doing the job the first time, you're going to be kind of flushing it twice anyways. That's right. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, There are some really good ones out there. Okay. Um, So the notion of of flushing them twice was pretty common when they first came out with them. Okay. And um, now all the manufacturers have got it down to a a pretty good science right now that uh, most of them are good flushers now. Okay. They've even reduced, um, when they first came out with them a number of years ago, they've actually reduced that water flow on them again, and uh, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, but I guess it's like anything out there on the market. I, I mean, there are some that are just not quite as good as others. Mm-hmm. And if you do find that you're flushing it twice, you've bought one, and you find you're flushing it twice, it may be just an adjustment inside the tank that you have to do. Okay. So um, don't be afraid of them. Um, okay. You pay for your water going in and going out, so those dimes are better in your pocket than it is someone else's. Absolutely, yeah. And, and are you guys
5: you, are you guys able to recommend a brand or is that that you guys uh, carry? If you,
3: if you gave a call to the shop, they'll okay. they'll recommend a brand to you. Um, there's three or four of them out there actually. So you want okay. you can throw the name out, Dan. If I can throw the name out. Actually, um, <laughs> I, I
2: like the Kohler ones the best right now.
3: Okay. Um, I have a Kohler,
2: and it actually—it's uh, a low flush, and it works great.
3: I have a—I have a one at home too, and there's there's a number of them out there. They're all pretty good right now.
5: And American we have, we Standard have
3: a, we, has some good ones. We have another man.
2: We have a Mansfield upstairs. that works. Man's, well, as
3: well. Mansfield works well. There are some good ones out there.
5: And do you have time for just a secondary question as well? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Quick one. We we got another okay. caller, so quick. no problem. It's just uh, in regards to um, shower stalls. Would yep. you recommend having a tile floor or like a, one of those plastic ones instead?
3: Um, that is entirely up to you. The okay, slip resistant. Uh, some of the plastic ones have got a slip resistant base on them. And whatever mm-hmm. you do for a tile floor, do something that's slip resistant. Okay. okay. Perfect.
5: Okay. Great. All Thanks right. so much. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.
1: We're going to head right to our next caller. Go ahead, Lily, with your question.
5: Okay. Um, I am just wondering because I see so many different uh, people doing different things with their air conditioning units that are outside. During the winter, should you be covering that unit with a cover fully? Should it just be partially covered, like with something just on the top? Or just leave it alone and (laughs) let it sit there?
2: It's a great question, Lily. We get that. We get this question a lot, but we do recommend putting a cover on it. And we deal with uh, covers that are made. Uh, we have a cover manufacturing company that that makes covers for all makes and models. So it just it keeps it protected from the snow and the ice, and keeps it uh, cleaner throughout the winter. So it it doesn't. So you don't get any snow or ice or leaves in the fall. It just keeps it cleaner and will last. Make it last longer. So you would just have to. Take the the make and model off the off the air conditioner itself, and give us a call, and we could we could certainly order you a cover.
5: Okay, and how much do they run?
2: They are sixty dollars.
5: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank You're you, welcome.
2: Ellen. Thank you. Yep. Bye
5: bye.
1: Yeah, and it it you know that's I even saw the other day you know I was driving by and I saw somebody that put look like a, a plastic tablecloth, and a brick on it. And and I just laughed. I thought, you know, everything's <laughs> going on top of the air conditioner instead of the proper cover, so we <laughs> yeah, got to make yes. sure. Now Jason sent in an email, said, Should the exhaust
2: coming out of my furnace vent be hot? Uh well, it 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 is burning natural gas. You have to define hot. Hot hot is if it's if you can't touch it that's too hot. And but really you have to define what the vent is if because there are fireplace vents outside which are made of metal. Yes. And they'll say on them, hot. And the exhaust coming out of a fireplace vent is very hot and would burn you, so you can't touch those. But they're typically uh, situated differently, and it says right on the vent itself, hot. But the white uh, PVC piping, which is used these days, or the black ABS, which is older stuff, uh, the exhaust coming out of there should be like a like a dryer exhaust. So it's yeah. warm. Warm to the touch, but it certainly won't burn you. Yeah,
1: And and the gas fireplaces that have the stainless steel coming out the side with the word hot, hot Yes,
3: they're hot. They are very hot. You know, yes. don't
1: test it. Don't try it. I've seen <laughs> gloves melt when little kids have touched them. They get very hot. Yeah, yes.
3: and you're going to see a hood that's um, roughly 8x8 eight eight or... Or yeah, six those inches in diameter. Yeah, metal those fireplace out there. metal ones. Yes. Yes. So um, you should be able to easily tell the difference. And they
2: actually, those some fireplace um, manufacturers have a screen for those as well, so they can just to buy you a little bit more protection because yeah, fireplaces so. now it's mandated and its law that the front of a fireplace has a safety screen on it now. They call it a safety barrier. So mm-hmm. if you're putting in a gas fireplace these days, it comes with. Uh, screen over the glass. These no, that's good. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and all the fireplace
2: glass is made to break into little pieces. That's correct. Versus yes. large shards. Hard shards. Yes. So. But you can't even get to the glass now. No. No. Good.
1: So hopefully that answers Jason. Gives you a little help on the venting. Now we got some. I call it yo-yo weather coming here. We got minus yo-yo. twelve, and we're gonna have zero. You know, what's that do to the equipment with it that hot and cold? So
3: <laughs> yo-yo weather is um is hard on your equipment. It's it's very hard. The equipment doesn't know what it's outside, what it's like outside, it just goes by what you adjust it to. And when you have big, huge temperature swings, you're turning it up or down and so one time your furnace is running at a cooler temperature and the next time it's running at a hotter temperature. Whereas it's not running at a steady temperature all the way through, so um with a programmable thermostat, you can maybe alleviate that a little bit um you just have to play it by ear and just kind of watch it and...
2: which is why the the newer furnaces they're making these days are staged heating, so they understand that you know that it doesn't have to come on as strong so. The what the the milder weather outside just the furnace can yes. can heat the house at a lower BTU rate. So there's what they call fully modulating. They're like driving a car on cruise control. Your furnace will, it knows it doesn't have to come on quite as hard, and it will just fire down to a lower level, thus yes. saving you gas and making the house more comfortable. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and I've noticed with our nests that you know you can see how many hours in the day, and you know if your house is insulated well, um, you can see that you know my furnace on a on a you know, round zero degree is running four to five hours a day. When we get down minus twelve, it's running six to seven hours a day. Right. So mm-hmm. it it's kinda neat to have that information that you can look it is. at. So
2: And yeah. how you doing on your leaves there, buddy? Yeah, yeah it's beautiful
1: up there. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. avoid the question. Yeah, it's all no, good. Yes. I I saved I, I saved one leaf last week. One. One leaf. So wow. we're adding to a tree there. So it's gonna the forest city, I'm trying to help it out. So <laughs> Well, as we come to an end of our uh, of our show this week, we want to thank Neil, Lily, and Marv for calling in. We do appreciate getting those phone calls in and uh, able to help out our listeners that are out there. Um, when you're not, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London or Saint Thomas at five one nine six eight one twenty four fifty or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. And we should mention, you know, we're going to be in both those cities coming up in the spring to doing home shows and look forward to seeing everybody there. You can also book online. Um, you can, you know, whether you want to go on and get your filter delivered or filter reminder, you can do that, but you can also go on royinch.com and book a service call. You can listen to our podcast of this show or any of our shows that we've done by going to theroyinch.com and hitting the inch-by-inch button on the homepage. I want to thank Steve and Dan. It was a great show today. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.